Thank you, David. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, my name's Liz Smallwood, and um, I'm on the leadership team here at Eastgate. <laughs> so um, I look after this building, um, I oversee the office, and generally, generally keep an eye on most things that go on around here to make sure they all work well together. <laughs> um, if you've been a part of this church for a while, um, you, I hope you've got the message by now that we're a church that doesn't stand still. We're <laughs> there you go. Uh, we're constantly listening to God for what he has for us for the future, um, weighing it, moving on, and um, stepping into to everything he, he has for us. Um, I, I hope you've heard um, Pete Carter's last, last few talks. If you haven't, I really encourage you to listen to the podcast because it'll help to put into context what we're, what we're talking about this morning. So um, we're a growing church. We, we've grown so much over the years. Um, I, we reckon we're sort of around about 850 adults and children. And um, we're continuing to growing. Imagine what it could be like if we, we double in size. Absolutely amazing. Um, we hear stories of places like Azusa Street, um, where they had the most amazing visitation of the Holy Spirit. All the revivals, the, the Welsh revivals, where hundreds, thousands of people gave their, gave their lives to Jesus. Uh, um, absolutely amazing. You know, and we, we want that here. We, we want to see that here. Um, so just let me, just for a moment, let me just give you a little glimpse into my world, or as Pat David said, you know, into the sea world. Um, so at Azusa Street, um, they saw amazing healings. There are stories of cancers falling off of people, and they used to put them into buckets to take them out. Um, so for, for me, so my mind's thinking, how on earth do you deal with all that clinical waste in, in this, on our, on our health and safety environment today? You know, <laughs> what, am I, what are we going to do with it? <laughs> All, all that revival, I mean, thousands of people be coming here. You know, what are the, what are the, um, the, 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 the regulations around how many people we can fit in this room? You know, um, fire regulations. Um, what would a rota for continuous worship look like? You know, it, you, you really, you really have to sort of be thinking about these things. And, um, we were talking about God being fun. And I absolutely love his sense of humor because I was getting my head around what I was going to say this morning. And afterwards, I went back to check my emails and um, I found this email in my inbox. So um, Synergy, Synergy Waste Solutions really do have the answer. Um, they deal with clinical waste and um, they have an emergency service as well. Same day service. So... God really does have an answer to everything. So, you know, we're, we're, in, we're in good hands. We're in good hands. <laughs> but we just wanted to, 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 to let you know, we, in amongst all that humor, we really are acting, uh, we really are working on planning for the future. We're really pulling on God's wisdom for what he has for us and what that could look like. Um, how do we, how are we good stewards of everything he's given to us? How do we manage our finance, you know, planning for growth? How, um, how do we raise up new leaders 
um, for all the things that we're going to need to, 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 to run and work through. Um, how, do we, how do we raise up the next generation, you know, giving them good teaching opportunities um, for, for, the, for this amazing future we, we, we have before us? Um, I think you know that we have a, have a group of, of seven directors here. And it's a real pleasure um, over the last year or so um, working more and more with a group that we're calling Directors Plus. That's five, five other people, again, all thinking for, for the future and, and, and working ahead. And for me, it's been a, a particular pleasure getting to know Jo Carter more and working more with her. Um, and earlier this year, she had a real download of what... Uh, our structure could look like for us. And where we're talking about structure, we're not, I'm not talking about structure for structure's sake. I know we joke us about being seized, but um, something so we really can sustain everything God's giving for us and take it through so we've got something really good to hand on to the next generation. So it's my privilege now to hand over to Jo, and who's going to talk us through what God gave her earlier this year. So thank you, Jo. Good morning. Um, I'd like to share something with you that we are calling the Eastgate Organization Map 2019. We like to date things as administrators. And um, it's a little bit ironic that I am sharing a map with you today because people that know me well know that I have one of the worst senses of direction. Dave will testify. Um, One of my favorite memories actually of the church holiday a couple of years ago was when I was on the safari supper and trying to find the place that I had to go to for my main course. And Sarah Vaughan drove beside me and um, offered me a lift. And she was driving Mike Vaughan, who apparently has a worse sense of direction than me. And um, thank goodness she did, because had she not given us a lift, neither of us would have been fed that night. (laughs) Um, If you're new to Eastgate, you may at times feel a little bit lost. Um, But my hope is that by sharing a map, it will empower you to see both um, where we are as an organization, um, where you can be, and how we're working together to change the landscape of the place around us. Because actually, we get the opportunity to rewrite our landscape. And this map is just kind of a visual picture of what it will look like or can look like. Um, If you've been here a long time, as Liz said, you know that things are constantly changing. So this map should help be helpful to you as well to keep you up to date. Um, Like all good maps, um, new roads will be added. Some will be taken away. So this is a working document. It's not something that will stay static. Um, Before I begin, I'm going to be putting it up on the PowerPoint behind me. There's a lot of information on this map, so don't worry about trying to read it all. You probably won't be able to read all the tiny writing. Um, But if you're into maps or if you're a high administrator, you love things like this, then we've printed off um, 250 copies, limited edition maps for you to take home with you today. So let's start then with the centre of this map. At the centre of the map is um, a blue ring, and on this ring are five hubs. And these five hubs are what we call the fivefold um, ministries or giftings. And they're mentioned in the Bible in Ephesians chapter 4. It's God's blueprint for the church. So we have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And when these things all work together in unity, they create a momentum 
I don't know if you've um, heard Pete Carter before talking about um, when they're in a swimming pool and they're all running in a circle together and you create this kind of current by running all in a circle. And some people can take their feet off and they'll still get kind of caught in the current. Well, when the apostolic, prophetic, pastoral, evangelistic and teaching gifts all work together, you create this momentum um, and it brings those giftings into all areas of our church lives. Um, If those words are a bit alien to you today and you don't know what they are, I'd encourage you to read Ephesians chapter 4. But also, um, if you go onto YouTube and type in Danny Silk, Fivefold Ministry, um, he does a really brilliant explanation of these fivefold gifts. And um, he'll have you in stitches as well. If any of you have ever heard Danny teach on it, it is hilarious. Um, You'll see that there are arrows going both directions from the ring. And this is really important. Um, On the inside of the map, we have these yellow boxes. And these are the inward-facing ministries of Eastgate. They're vital functions for um, us as a church to operate. So I'll read them out quickly. We've got um, the trustees, worship, um, 0-18-year-olds, welcome and integration, church events, building maintenance, IT, AV, Staff care and training, media, connection groups, and Sunday meetings. It covers a lot. But it's basically all the things that are kind of our internal world, our actual kind of church here. Um, It's tempting to see all of those works as pastoral. um, But as the arrows go in both ways, um, it's important that we see the fivefold inputting into these yellow boxes. Um, So I'm going to zoom into an example. Um, Traditionally, youth work um, has been done by youth pastors, and youth pastors are brilliant. I'm one of them. Um, but if you only have pastors doing youth work, then you miss out on the other of the fivefold giftings. And it's a real privilege to be part of the team, um, the youth team at Eastgate, led by Joe Bungay. Um, and on that team, we have an eclectic mix of people with all those different giftings. And on Friday, I received an email from Joe Bungay with a testimony that I'd like to share with you. Um, And it says this, we had a new kid in class one week and the topic of discussion was how do we do faith? What's the difference between faith and positivity? How does negativity affect us all? After the session, the boy asked, how is it that I came to come to know Jesus? I shared a quick testimony of how to be saved and have relationship with Jesus. I asked the boy if he wanted to know Jesus and he quickly responded, yes, please. I gathered some of our youth who were standing around us and we celebrated his decision and prayed with him and blessed him in his new journey with God. I was totally blown away by the depth of their prayers and ability to prophesy over him too. It's just an example of how the fivefold works together in those internal ministries that when you have evangelists, pastors, teachers, the whole fivefold on the team, actually you create this environment where the youth are able to prophesy, they share good news They bring heaven to earth, and they care for one another. So that's the internal boxes. The external boxes are the green ones. Um, The arrows from the ring point outwards too. So just as the yellow are fed by the fivefold, so are the green boxes. And they roughly um, fall into two categories. The first is on the right-hand side. You probably won't be able to read them, but I'll read them out for you. Um, We have... Areas where we are um, bringing the kingdom to other churches and other Christians and being a resource to them. So we have Eastgate School of Supernatural Life, 
Eastgate Global Events, which is our conferences, Heaven in Business, Global Legacy, Heaven in Healthcare, The Worship School, Eastgate Music, and Living Fire. These are all fulfillments of a prophetic word that we are to be a resource church. On the left-hand side, the green boxes are more kind of Eastgate expressions in our local community. So we've got things like Healing Center, Transformation Center, the community projects, things like Sanctuary, Food Bank, um, Encounter Lounge would fall under that. Uh, Hope School, community events, hospitality and lettings, where we're being a resource for our local community, believer or non-believer. And um, it's interesting, when I first shared this, David Webster said, Probably 10 years ago, there would be hardly any green boxes on here. And it's really um, a reflection of the fact that we've gone from being a kind of church-minded church to a kingdom-minded church. And um, it's just really exciting seeing all of the way that Eastgate has grown in being a kingdom-minded church. There are so many green boxes there. And recognizing that our influence is... Um, inside the church, but it's also external to us as well, bringing the kingdom wherever we go. Um, you'll notice that some of the boxes are not green but pink, and um, this was just a handy way for us to show that these are areas where um, we play a part, but we don't um, oversee it uniquely. So things like churches together, we're part of a, a group of local churches that work together. Um, we d- we're not kind of the sole authority in that group, but we work in collaboration with others. So those pink boxes are Global Legacy, Churches Together, Hope School, Living Fire, and some of our community projects as well. So that one is half green and half pink. All three uh, parts of the map are important, and all three parts of the map connect together. And the colors of the map are significant. So when you add the blue ring, this kind of five-fold philosophy, to the yellow internal ministries, you create the green. So blue and yellow make green. It's an easy way to remember. You know, if we didn't have um, those fivefold gifts in place and operating well and those internal ministries striving, then we wouldn't be able to do the green. We wouldn't be able to have all those things. And at the same time, those green boxes feed back into our internal life. So things like school greatly bless us as um, the yellow ministries together. They're all interlinked, and when it all works together, it's so beautiful. And the pleasure of God is really on this church. I feel so proud to be part of a church that is kingdom-minded. There are 31 things on this map, and um, that brought me great pleasure, because there's some months where there's 31 days. So if you wanted to, if you're a a real prayer, or you want help with prayer, you can put numbers next to all the boxes and you can pray for one thing a day. So you could pray for Hope School, you could pray for our 0 to 18 year olds, our community events. It's just a useful way of of praying for the church. So do pick up a copy if you would like to. Um, I was so encouraged by Sasha's word about the canopy because really um, what we want for this church is multicolored facets that we, we want people bringing what they've got to the church and I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you for the part that you play you know each and every person even if you're unnoticed by others God notices everywhere that you serve you know maybe you're a teacher and you work in the songwriting team um, and you want to use your gifting in that way or maybe you're a pastor and you lead a connection group for golfers that was one of my favorites 
um, or you're a prophet and you work in kids' work and you inspire them to prophesy and put words of knowledge on people's cars. Whatever you do, that you have created something so beautiful. And as Liz said, this is um, not structures for structure's sake, but it's just a way of kind of representing where we are at the moment. <clears throat> if you're not part of um, a serving team, then why not join in and create more momentum? It really will change your life. This group of people that I do life with are really life-changing. And um, if you want help with that, go and, um, to the welcome desk at the back. Um, Bob, you might be inundated with people, so I might make my way to the back as well with you. Um, I'd like to finish by just reading this verse from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. So after it lists all of the gifts in the Bible, um, it says this. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts to grow. So it's really that, that multicolored kind of expression. So that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. A healthy body is growing and we should be so proud of the way that Eastgate has grown together and continues to grow. Um, I'm going to be introducing David Stevens to you now. And um, he's going to be talking more about the growth fund and some of the finances. David Stevens is a wonderful example of somebody that has served in lots of areas of church life. So I don't know if some of you knew, but he was um, my husband's kids worker once upon a time. <laughs> well done. <laughs> you survived. <laughs> he survived. <laughs> he also has lived lots of successful lamb courses, which has strengthened marriage across the church. He's a man of encouragement. You know, without some of David's prophetic words and encouragement, we really wouldn't be where we are today. So would you stand with me and welcome David to the stage? <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Oh, thanks, Joe. I've been uh, around the church here for a number of years and in, and, and in leadership for a number of years. And the number of meetings I've been to over those years where we've talked about structure and trying to get the right structure in place and the number of sort of ways we've tried to do it over the years. And then I go to a meeting in, in March where, where, where we're gathering and, and Joe has had this download from God, partnered with Father God. And it's just so easy. When someone does that, when someone takes time to listen to Holy Spirit and work with Holy Spirit and do stuff with Holy Spirit. And it takes all the, I'm sure there was a lot of effort and hard work in there, but it, it just seems to make life so easy when you're working with Holy Spirit. So well done on that. And we're looking forward to you know, implementing that, go forward with that, and it'd be really great. I've just come back from, uh, with Kate, from three and a half days of working with Holy Spirit, moving mountains. And moving mountains, if you're trying to do it by yourself, is hard work and difficult. But if you're working with Holy Spirit, it's sort of a bit easier. And it's just been a great time of spending time with couples looking at their 
their marriages and helping them with perhaps stuff they're struggling with, stuff that's been there five years, 15 years, 30 years, and seeing stuff just go. Holy Spirit, come in. Take stuff away. Bringing freedom and connection. And I was just um, blown away in the in the worship this morning, just with that whole theme of working with Holy Spirit again, just as we're worshipping. And we work with Holy Spirit on an individual level, and we work with Holy Spirit in our families, in our marriages. And I guess what I'm talking about today is working with Holy Spirit on a corporate level and a church level. And I'm going to talk a bit about governance, uh, the history uh, at Eastgate of God's blessing over us, uh, our financial growth over the years, um, this year's budget, and future opportunities. So I'm just going to start with just um, a bit about governance. Um, Eastgate, if you didn't know, is a, a registered charitable company. And therefore, we come under all sorts of rules and regulations from the Charity Commission that they lay down, which is really there to, to set a safe place for the church, is to, is to keep us safe. I'm also a director here for uh, safeguarding. Um, and I know that's really important in our midst, that vulnerable people are kept safe. And, and Helen Matthews does a fabulous job with that. Uh, behind the scenes a lot of the time, but we want Eastgate to be a safe place. All the directors here are uh, on salaries, um, but the trustees are not paid for what we do. Um, We're here to um, just sort of have an overview, really, on on, uh, what happens in in the church. The, The everyday running of the church, the direction of the church, the... Um, priorities set within the church are, are done by the directors. Um, yet the trustees just have an overview just to make sure things are kept um, safe uh, and above board. So they, there's the directors at the moment. And um, if you want um, any of the information that I'm presenting in terms of finance, go to the Charity Commission website and, and put Eastgate Kent Limited in and you can find all the finances and figures that I'm going to be talking about this morning um, on there because it's all in the public um, public domain. It's good to remember God's blessing over us over the years. I know Pete referred last year that uh, last week to the fact that over the last 19 years I think we've raised uh, £100,000 a year um, towards building a home. We needed a home and we wanted to partner with Holy Spirit and some very wise individuals uh, to provide us a home. Some very skilled people contributed to building our home with us. Uh, it was a long journey, had many delays and we had to contest along the way for, for this place, for Eastgate, to be built. Uh, This picture was taken in late 2012 when the structure had just started uh, because we wanted to build a place 
uh, not only a home, but a, a building that would be at the heart of the community here. Um, we opened in, or well, just in time for Christmas in 2013, partnered with Alan, Adam Holloway, our local MP, who came and obliged with opening the building. And we've now been open for six years, six years on, of serving the community, having a home to do everything that God wants us to do. And it's just been a great base, hasn't it, so that we can do so much more. We're fulfilling our brief to, to, uh, as we set out to do. The original building was funded um, with a lot of money that the congregation raised over the period, a million and a half pounds over those ten years. We've added that over the last six years, another half a million, which has helped us uh, put the first annex on. And every pound that was given counted. Um, The faithfulness of the congregation at Eastgate has been a real encouragement to us. Um, We have a mortgage, um, current mortgage, after adding the first annex, is just over a million and a half pounds, which cost us last year £90,000 in repayment. will cost us a bit more uh, in the year coming because we've added the annex. Um, But when we originally wrote the business plan, it was that we're trying to to balance um, the income from letting rooms in the building, which we do during the week, to try and help that offset the mortgage. And um, last year, we, our income from lettings was um, £70,000, just over. Um, and, and the building is an asset to us. So as we, as we plan for the future, as we plan for growth, we have a solid asset here that we've now established that might be used if we want to borrow uh, further finance for further buildings, for further growth. Who knows? We know that the prophetic um, over this church is we're going to be involved with buildings, not a single building. That was what God spoke to us many years ago. So we have an asset that we can use for that. And at the moment, we are negotiating the freehold. We were originally on a 999-year lease. And uh, at the moment, we're negotiating the freehold uh, with the developer here. When we look at our income since we opened, we're now at a point where we're almost double, or we're over double where we were when we opened the building. And time just seems to have moved on, but we have doubled in terms of, certainly in terms of congregation, but in terms of income in those six years. Uh, so this year... And in the, the year just finished in April, our income was 1.266 million. Um, and we continue to grow. And it's just really testament to God growing us, God, God being faithful with us, God seeing increase. And, and that's the way we want to go. Um, we, as directors, a number of years ago, in fact, many years ago, um, set the principle that we would give away 10% of our income. So in the last, um, in fact, in the last 12 months, we've given uh, just under £55,000 away to good causes. And that's um, a whole host of um, 
things that we give it to. And I think we ought to produce lists on that. I haven't got it today, but we'll produce something that tells you exactly who we give to, because there's a vast array of good causes that we give to. Our expenditure is also risen, as you would expect, as we've grown. But the good news is that every year um, since we've opened, our income has been in excess of our expenditure. So the call on leadership is to steward wisely. Um, And that is a testament of our growth and God's blessing on us. So that's what we aim to do going forward. Um, is that our income is greater than our expenditure. Um, Just a little bit on uh, our income. Uh, Just over half is from uh, donations from the congregation. Then we add on gift aid. So just a reminder, if you are giving to us and you are a UK taxpayer, please fill in gift aid forms because then the Chancellor gives us uh, 20% of what you give so we can... Uh, really benefit from that. Uh, we have other income streams through the, the day schools, as I say, renting the building out, um, and various church activities and conferences that we uh, provide. Our expenditure, as you would anticipate, is um, it's mainly on people, actually, in terms of salaries and investing in people. That's what we want to be doing, investing in people who can then um, help others build the kingdom. So training and equipping, um, staff costs, travel, all of these things are included in in sort of support costs and charitable activities. This year we've um, taken the step again of increasing our budget. We want to do more. There's so much that we want to do as a church, as Pete was talking about last week, there is such a lot for us to do. So we've set a budget that's 14% higher than last year um, and is well over double where we opened, uh, where we were when we opened the building. And we don't want, as Pete said last week, to sit back and just enjoy the building. We want to use this place to reach the world. That's really our message. A little bit about the growth fund. Um, it will enable the expansion of Eastgate in a lot of ways. We're aiming to raise £200,000 during this year. And we're going to be taking offerings on the 16th and 23rd of June. Again in September and November. So I just, just ask you on the theme of partnering with Holy Spirit, just ask Holy Spirit, how can I be involved with building your kingdom. In fact, I just ask you to do that. Just close your eyes and just say, Father, Holy Spirit, how can I be involved? How do I spend my time? What am I going to do with my finances this year? What can I do to partner with you, join with you, bless others? Investment, I think, is a key principle in the kingdom. So this year we invested um, in the first annex, which was opened in December, gives us more space, gives the community more opportunity to hire off of us. 
gives us space for media, what we want to do in that arena, for kids' youth, kids' work, youth work, community hire. We have planning permission to build a second annex. The planners, planning authorities, are sort of nudging us to say, have you got enough money yet to do that? They're really after us to provide the second annex because that provides balance in terms of aesthetics to how Eastgate looks and how they, they want the area to look, so they'd love us to build that. But obviously we need resource and finance to do that. Um, and as I say, we've been called prophetically to buildings, so more than just the second annex. Where do we want to invest? If you look at the field outside, I'd love to be investing in that. And we're investing at the moment in terms of our, we're praying and we're contending for Hope School out there. Because I'd love that field to be looking like that and impacting the local community with a place where children can get great education, can be invested in well. So what what other things are we looking to... Well, just to say that we've already committed to investing £25,000 in developing that school over the next three years. And we hope they're going to start building each year, that is, yeah, for the next three years. And we're hopeful in terms of Hope School that they, they start on site this October and open uh, next summer. So what do we want to invest in? We want to invest in all of these things. So again, just have a look at that screen. And just ask Holy Spirit, what's my part in that? What's my part in Eastgate's vision? How do I on an individual basis take part and contribute? Just a quick word on car parking, because we know it's an issue of the moment. Um, The developer here, Countryside, is going to be building on our existing tarmac car park. However, before they can do that, they will be providing us with another car park that's going to be a bit further down the road. It will be uh, the size of the two car parks that we used to have. That's the tarmac car park and the gravel car park. And Liz and I, a couple of months ago, we walked down, didn't we? And it's about a four-minute walk from the front of Eastgate, and it's, it's down there opposite uh, where the houses are being built at the moment. So you follow the yellow line out around the new road, and it's going to be on the corner down there. So the developer is investing in us as well, because big car parks like that don't come uh, without a big price tag. So we hope that's going to be in place and open by next Easter, We'd like that to be sooner. We're praying that that would be sooner because we recognise the inconvenience of, of losing car parking as we have over the last month. So just finished, really, I'd, I'd just like um, 
to ask for your help in what we're doing. Um, Eastgate is and has been built on generosity over the years, on faithfulness. We hold the values of freedom with a responsibility. And we are a family, so we know we can only press on and do stuff as a family together. I just want to say thank you on behalf of the directors and trustees for your faithfulness, for everything you're doing, for being part of uh, the vision here. I just want to stand up and just pray for our future. Uh, Liz, did you want to come up and finish? I just want to pray. Thank you, Father that you have so much ahead of us. Thank you we can look back at what you've done and say you've been with us and you've been faithful and you're a good God and we are your children and we look to partner with you. We look to partner with you as individuals. We look to partner with you in our marriages We look to partner with you in our families, in our finances, in our work. God, it's just so good to be partnering with you. Thank you.